Welcome to the Unblocking Crypto Podcast. This podcast is not financial advice. It's meant for entertainment purposes only. These are just the opinions of a couple of rambling wrecks. Welcome back to episode number 35 of Unblocking Crypto. A lot of updates for you this week. Let's start with some of the blockchain updates. Chainlink, everybody's favorite oracle out there, has announced that they're going to begin staking starting in December of this year. Uh, it does look like it'll be a little bit at a time, so not everybody can jump in in the beginning, but that is exciting that there will be some staking rewards possible in the future from them. Circle, one of the largest stable coins out there, has announced that they are planning to make USDC, their main stablecoin, available in five additional blockchains. Those five are Arbitrum, Cosmos, Near, Optimism, and Polkadot. So two of those are layer twos on Ethereum. You know, the three of their own platforms. But that's really intriguing to see how they want to interop with a lot of different platforms. Moving on, ZK Sync, another layer two uh, utilizing ZK Rollups, has finally announced that they expect to launch in October. So that's pretty exciting. Just from a personal level, I'm a big fan of ZK Rollups and what it could enable. DE Chain, if you haven't heard of them, they are another layer one that is actually the official layer one of the UFC. So they had a private fight recently. Uh, it sounded like based on some of the fighters that Mark Zuckerberg was in attendance. And we're still trying to understand why they did it. But with Zuckerberg there, does this mean there's going to be some sort of metaverse play between VeChain and uh, Meta and UFC? Exciting to see some of this stuff happen to be determined on what actually happens. Moving on, kind of related to Do Kwon, but it ties into a, a bigger message. South Korea has asked two different exchanges, OKX and KuCoin, to freeze about 3,300 Bitcoin that they think is Do Kwon's. That's about $67 million. They think it's a cash out before Luna's $40 billion collapse. Now, there's a lot of speculation because they say everybody's trying to get Do Kwon, and I think there's even stuff mentioned that there was a red notice put out and he's wanted in 197 countries, but he has tweeted that a lot of that is made up. So whether it's true or not, I think the big piece is, or the big thing that I want to make sure you guys are aware of is if you have your coins on exchanges, they're not your coins. So it's important to make sure that you own your own private keys for a majority of your coins. I know that sometimes you're gonna, you're gonna have to utilize exchanges, but beware, there's a possibility of you losing those by getting them locked out or the exchange going down. Moving on, so Juno. Juno is about a year and a half old startup that really focuses on providing checking accounts for crypto enthusiasts. They just raised another $18 million and they have just over 70,000 customers. And at this point, I think they're dealing just over a billion dollars in annualized revenue. A really interesting platform if you are wanting to buy crypto at no fees. I'll probably end up doing some more details in the future on them, but they just ended up launching a tokenized loyalty program on their end. So glad to see it's growing. Nexo, we've talked about them in the past. They are somewhat similar to what Celsius and Hodlnot and a few other the, the lending groups out there are, although they did not do uncollateralized loans like Voyager and Celsius and those guys. So um, they did just withdraw about 7.7 thousand wrapped Bitcoin 
from MakerDAO. So that's equivalent to about $151 million, which was also about half of the total value locked for wrapped Bitcoin on MakerDAO. So a lot of question mark on if Nexo is having liquidity problems as well with all of this, but time will tell to see what happens. Now, this next one kind of falls into the NFT space a little bit, but Mythical Games just launched Blanco's Block Party, which is the first metaverse game that has been launched in the Epic Games Store. Epic Games, you may have heard of, they're known for Fortnite. What is different about this one, it is the first one that's a 3D playing experience on the blockchain. So it is really unlike anything else on Web3 right now, and it's still a little buggy, it sounds like, but um, it is exciting to see that that's happening moving forward. Moving on to some more NFT news, Warner Music Group and OpenSea have announced a collaboration to expand Web3 offerings for artists. So that's exciting to see that there is a ton of potential for artists to have more money gotten back to them. CryptoPunks, one of the original NFTs, there was another one sold for about $4.4 million, which I think was about 3,300 Ethereum here recently. Now they, they catch that as the guy that sold it also has about 20 in total. So it's not like he had the only one and he stated he needed some liquidity and was trying to help inject some positive movement back into the NFT space. Last but not least, let's talk about Christie's auction house. If you, haven't heard of Christie's Auction House. They are about a 265-year-old British company. They are the second largest auction house if you rank them by fine art auction revenue. They have just announced that they are launching a NFT auction platform on the Ethereum network. So really exciting to see that there's some old companies that are doing things a little bit differently and uh, coming up to the time. So exciting news all the way around. Lots of fun stuff. Enjoy the week and we will Chat again next week. Thanks for journeying down the crypto rabbit hole with us. If you're interested in learning more about crypto, please join our private Facebook group, Unblocking Crypto. It's a small community discussing new ideas and just asking questions to learn more. Hope to interact with you there.